Recording in progress. And it still ain't a goddamn thing they could tell me. What could compel me to jump in? Get the piece of this bread pudding, wake up, cake up. Walking in the form of my elders, I'm glowed up, glowed up. Bitch, don't I look like a pharaoh? Fuck your story, tell nigga, pull up. Shit, then piss on your head, nigga, clockin'. Grandma, check out the mailroom, then back in. Papa, daddy, Warbucks, like Warhol with an eight ball and a paintbrush. I'm AWOL, I'm AWOL, but I ain't done. Full-time killing, bad whole driller, child of the kitten, mellow yellow lemon, I'm glowed up, I'm glowed up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast. Hope your day is good, hope your day is well. We joined by a young legend, man, uh, man, this person is special, it's gonna be something special Man, it's going to be great things in the work. The visuals is there. The mind is there. Please introduce yourself to the world. I am Ryan Ussery, formerly known as 300 Archives. Um, I am a photographer out of Atlanta, um, primarily fashion and editorial photographer. But, you know, I'm just an all-around visual artist. And, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so where are you from Atlanta and where in Atlanta? Um, I am from Atlanta. I was not born here, um, but I am from here. I'm primarily from south side of Atlanta, so Fulton County, South Fulton County, for sure. Okay, Atlanta is just beautiful. Beautiful black art coming out of Atlanta. So what was life growing up for you on the south side of Atlanta? Like the music, the fashion, the vibes, what was your life like, your household like? What is part of like the making of you? Um, I would say the making of me is whew, a lot of things at one time. Like, I feel like as a kid, I was constantly kind of going through like different journeys all at one time, if that makes any sense. Like, um, I had a lot going on in my household and then just like a lot with school, like transitioning from moving from South Carolina to moving to Atlanta. Like it's two totally different places. Like I went from a school that was primarily white to a school that was nothing but black. <laughs> and that was a <laughs> big, big jump. Like we didn't really have any black teachers when I was growing up in South Carolina. So coming here and it's just like, everybody's black. <laughs> like, so that was a good transition though. Like um, I definitely support that part of my childhood. That was a great part. But um, as a kid, I was mostly still into art. Um, I wouldn't really say the fashion side. I think that kind of came out when I got older, but um, definitely the art part, um, just drawing, painting. Like as a kid, I wanted to be a tattoo artist. So that kind of tells you where I was at nice. right there. <laughs> nice. A kid tattoo artist. Or are you giving out the uh, permanent marker and the uh, colored tattoos um, on the, at school? Definitely was um, drawing on myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't draw other people, but, you know, if somebody let me, you know, I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> I mean, my niece came home with literally like 10 friends on her arm. I was like, oh, wow, this is like 
This is nice. Like, okay, like, yeah, like, you know, we're best friends. And I'm like, oh, only if you knew. Crazy, crazy thing is, I always wish that I, like, I had a cast or something. So I people, wish I had a cast. So people could write on my arm, like. Oh, uh, like, how dumb is that? Like, damn, I want to break my shit so I could, like. Have everybody like, oh man, like yeah, Tyler put this up, like, what? oh my god, oh to be young and free and dumb, it's just a beautiful thing. You gotta let the kids be kids, man, because like that was always a thing, especially if somebody had like a a, a lime green or a pink one. You like, oh man, it's hard, bro. Like, uh, this is so dumb, man. Like, I don't know why. Me and my wife was talking about that. Like, damn, like I wish I had a cast, and I was like. God, we were dumb. Like, we were so dumb. <laughs> but it seemed so fun. Like, I went to a school. We had uniforms, so everybody wrote on my uniform shirt. It was a white right. shirt, so that was kind of cool. But And people just write shit like, stay cool. Like, oh, what? Like, what does this even mean? <laughs> but it's just so dumb. It's just, like, so young and free, man. But what was, like, some of the music going on in your household or some music you got into when you were Oh, well, my... Parents were primarily listening to a lot of like R&B, Erykah Badu um, was very heavy in my household. myself personally i grew up around and liking a lot of the rap so like waka flocka roscoe dash like the people that were like popping back then when i was in elementary school living here ludicrous that type of stuff like yes i didn't really get into r&b until i started growing up like that was just kind of recently happening as i got older but Definitely rap for me. <laughs> R&B is the vibe. And Waka Flocka, when he came in, oh, my God. I fuck my money up. Damn. Now I can't re-up. Ran up in his spot. Spy. Just to get my stats up. Now I'm back on deck. So shout it what the fuck you want. Heard he talking shit, shit. But this ain't what the fuck you want. Bah. Lock my CEO up. Now it's back to Coco. When I first heard all that hard in the pain, oh, let's do it. Every Oh, my yeah. God. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, because for me, I'm older. So, like, I'm an adult. And, like, you can see people catching a vibe off of this. And it's just so right. turnt and it's so fun. But... Man, Waka Flocka was, you had to be there, man. You had to be yeah, there. Yeah, you did. Man. You did. Like, <laughs> it, 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 like, I went to a Trey Songs concert, and it was like um, Waka Flocka and T.I. and all these different people came out, and it was when Round of Applause first came out. Oh, my God. The reaction to the crowd, like, wow. It was like none other. And T.I. is king in Atlanta. If you ever see him come out, on a performance, man, he is like amazing, amazing. It's yeah. just 
crazy energy from him like all the way he's a showman to and through all the way but that energy is good what's some like movies you were into as you were younger like help your creative mind um hmm. certain movies i was watching like a lot of cartoons so like a lot of the stuff that was coming on cartoon network or like a lot of the stuff that was coming on disney channel um as a young artist i didn't really have a lot of like things that i remember that actually inspired me i think i was so in my head and just in my imagination that i was just kind of creating my reality rather than having things from my reality inspire my creativity yeah yeah you just gotta kind of find your way as you go that's the journey you know you were the young tattoo artist like when you were getting out of high school what were you planning on doing what was the tattoo vibe feeling like when you in that 12th grade year what is it feeling like what is your thoughts where are you going with it um so senior year honestly i think when i was younger i was like okay like i could definitely watch somebody do tattoos i definitely want a tattoo machine by this time i'm in senior year but like i was just like "Mm, like is that something i really see like long term like i feel like that would be something that i just kind of want to have under my belt not necessarily like pursue it all the way so my senior year basically was me trying to figure out what i'm going to college for and it was either going to be georgia state or scad and i ended up going to scad um and i decided to do photography just because that just felt like it felt right in my spirit to just choose that at least for the time being and then once i finally got a camera it just kind of it just kind of clicked like okay this is it like (laughs) man photography is like what was the some of the early things that you were shooting like this is so fucking amazing. You know what? I know like other people are doing this, but I really do this shit. What was some early stuff you was shooting? Um, so when I first started, like I was honestly very scared to like shoot people because I'm already really introverted. So it's just like, how do I approach people that and tell them like, oh yeah, I want to shoot you. So at first I started out shooting like nature, trees, um, buildings. Uh, maybe like documenting people like on the street, but nothing too serious, like because they can't criticize your work. Trees, plants, no. people that don't know you taking a picture, they cannot criticize. Uh, orange, you, you might shoot this water bottle, like oh yeah, just turn, you know turn this anything. way for me. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know that's the thing about it is like to step out there, really step out there is scary. It's scary. Do you remember yeah. your first? real photo shoot like i'm doing this do you remember your thoughts and the vibe of it um it my actual first photo shoot with was with like my family so the vibe of it was very calm and just like chills like okay like i don't have too much pressure on me but i still want to create great photos like that's just always been my thing i just want the photos to look good yes yes and that that is always the key like hey like i'm doing this like can i take a picture of you like and i think that's what most people they introduce it to their family or their friends first because it's like i'm comfortable with you so what about your first photo shoot that wasn't family how was that how was the nerves before you was going into your first photo shoot um so my first photo shoot i want to say 
it was with a girl and a boy, and I actually brought my boy best friend on the shoot with me. So that kind of helped me calm down. Okay, yeah, this my sister <laughs> over here. My yeah, but I had a lot of pressure on me because we had shot at the skate park, and I don't know if you ever been to Oak Fork Ward, but like those skateboarders out there do not play about their territory. Like yeah. they get real serious, like they move heard. out the way, all of that type stuff. So I had a lot on me, but I do feel like the pictures came out okay. Like it wasn't like it wasn't too bad for where I was in my career at that moment. I was like, okay, this is good. This is a good start. Yeah, and that's a plus because it's just getting that confidence up. Like, how long do you think it took for you to get that confidence of like, I really think I could do this? Like for the people struggling with something they starting out on or doing something, because when they see your work now, it's like, wow, this is like amazing. But (laughs) Early on, like, what would you say to somebody, like, or what would you say for yourself how long it took you to, like, truly get comfortable, even if you are still comfortable today? Because nerves don't really go away. It just kind of, you know how to deal with it better a little bit. I feel like, so I started shooting in 2018. I feel like I didn't really get comfortable completely, probably until maybe late 2020 so it's kind of recent yeah. <laughs> like very yeah. recent <laughs> yeah. um and with that that just comes from me like exploring constantly creating like just constantly picking up the camera and the more you pick it up the better you get like that's what people don't realize it's like you cannot feed something when you're not trying to let it grow you get what i'm saying like yeah the plant needs sun, it needs water, it needs everything. Exactly. It just sits there, but if you put these things in it, it could grow and be something really beautiful. But if exactly. you just leave it sitting there, it's just going to collect dust and die. And you're going to buy a million plants every time you go to the store, and it's going right. to be embarrassing. You're going to be a typical millennial or something like that. Like, I just got a plant, and I just ate avocado toast and all this stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you just don't, you don't want to go down it, man. You really just want to work, man. But it's just good for a lot of people, man, to just whatever you really like, you know, just keep trying it and just keep going and get motivated, and then you could become 300 Archives, right? <laughs> just like me. Definitely just like me. Or even better, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so did you ever feel like giving up or like maybe I should do something else? Or you always was kind of strong in your mentality, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it work. Um, I don't think I ever had a moment where I was like, okay, I'm going to just give up. Now, I did have moments where I was taking like super long breaks away from the camera. like, And then I eventually got to the point where I was like, you know what? Like, this is something I want to do. This is what makes me happy. I love seeing the art that comes from the camera. So... I quit my job and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this full time. And after that, like literally that is the reason why my work is the way it is now. Just taking photography completely serious. And you know what? That message is what a lot of people need to hear. Cause there's a lot of people at a miserable ass job around miserable ass people. And they're scared to take that leap. I mean, maybe you figure out your like living situations and stuff like right. that. Caution, 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 like figure some things out. But Sometimes you got to just say, fuck it, and jump, you know, and figure it out. But I hear that story a lot of people, they just jump, and they figured it out. And it's amazing. It's like, we're really scared of what's on the other side sometimes. It's like, 
you know you could be great. You could feel it in your gut, but you like scared of it. But when you jump, I hear that story a lot that people really jump out there and they become great. And yeah, it works out every single time. I promise. Like yeah. every single time. Because I think your gut is kind of telling you, like, you kind of all right at this. If you have more time, like, this 40 yeah. hours a week shit is killing you right now. So, yeah. <laughs> you, you be tired, and then you don't want to do it, and you're not motivated. You just want to lay down and watch the season of Euphoria seven times and stuff like that. <laughs> you want to do stuff like that, but you got to get your ass up and get that camera or whatever business you're working on, figure it out. Watch them videos. Talk to people. Network. You got to get out there. You got to try it. And you just got to be your best you. That's it. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. Like, they're scared to become the best them. And it's weird. It's like that. They're comfortable with being just okay and just getting by. But this life is short. We got to live this shit. Like, you really got to live, man. I, I think that's important. So your purpose, like, so you went to SCAD. How long did SCAD last? Did you finish or did you? I did not finish SCAD. Um, I stayed for two years and then I ended up taking a break right before the pandemic hit. And then I just never went back because SCAD is not the type of school that you can do online. Like there's just way too many resources on campus with the professors one-on-one that's just like, that you lack being an online school. Like, so I just say, you know, no. And I just felt like that was God telling me like, you got this. Whether it's school, you don't have to have school, you don't have to have a job. Like photography is going to work, period. It's just meant to be. And I think that's, man, that right there with school, if you don't have like a trade or something right after high school, school is like a good thing because not only is the school is networking, you meeting a lot of people with creative minds, the Zuckerbergs of the world, they don't, they didn't finish, but they were there, the different, the Spike Lees, the different people that are creative, they were around you know, especially if you come from like a small town or something and you want it to be like I heard about Metro Boomin. Like he knew he wanted to do music, but he needed to be in a hub of music, not St. Louis. So it's like I'll go to Morehouse. And my mom will be proud, but I'm really working on music while I'm here. Like I hear that story a lot with the creatives, especially with Atlanta. They like, oh, mom, I'm going to school. But really, they doing something else and. That's what school is good for. It's the ultimate networking, especially if you don't have money like that and you can get it funded for you. That's like really like, man, take advantage of that shit and figure Definitely. it out. Like a lot of people like schools and network and it's just fun. There's a bunch of young people figuring it out, you know, <laughs> like for yeah. first time on their own, experimenting with a lot of things, you know. So it's just, I think it's a good thing if you don't know, like, if you weren't like, I've always wanted to be a nail person or this or that, like, you should probably go to somebody's school just to figure it out a little bit. Yeah, it's a great halfway point, i say. Like, it definitely launches you and prepares you for, okay, you know what? School isn't for me, but what is? like? Yeah, because I definitely don't feel like it's the end-all, be-all, especially how you might end up paying loans and you get a right. jo- job and you don't really like it, but it pays the bills and it's not really your passion. So it's like... It's good to figure out you. I think it's a good learning point for you because you live with your parents or mainly around the school system. And college gives you that freedom. Like, you don't have to go to class, but you should, (laughs) maybe. 
So it gives you a lot of experimenting, a lot of freedom. So I think that's good. And I think that's great. Like what you said, it's a lot of people like yourself that like they went to school and they learned a couple things and I'm sure it helped you in your photography journey, but you just needed them little nuggets that they gave you and you turned it into something totally, totally different and made it your own. Right. Yes. Definitely. So stay in school or not is the bottom line for people. you displayed where do you get your sense of pride and the beauty and the blackness and shooting beautiful black art and just everything just black beauty because I think it's so important to lift each other up like other black people and not be ashamed or you know I feel like I love um on Solange album when the mom was talking about you know I think Part of it is accepting that it's so much beauty in being black. And that's the thing that I guess I get emotional about because I've always known that. I've always been proud to be black. Never wanted to be nothing else. Loved everything about it. Just it's such beauty in, in, in black people. And it really saddens me when we're not allowed to express that pride in being black and that if you do, then it's considered anti-white. No, you just pro-black and that's okay. The two don't go together because you celebrate black culture does not mean that you don't like white culture or that you're putting it down. It's just taking pride in it. But what's irritating is when somebody says, you know, they, they are racist. That's reverse racism. Or they have a Black History Month, but we don't have a White History Month. Well, all we've ever been taught is white history. So why are you mad at that? Why does that make you angry? That is to suppress me and to make me not be proud. Where do you get your sense of pride from? Um, I feel like my sense of pride just comes from being in Atlanta, to be honest, just being around other black creators, being around the black mamas, the black aunties, like the black women, the black men, like we are the blueprint, period. <laughs> no matter what way anybody tries to rewrite history, like everything has essentially came from us. And I feel like with my art personally, I feel like I watch a lot of movies and I see a lot of like people recreating like things that happened back in the day. Like, mm -hmm. why do we have to keep reliving our trauma? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we definitely need to move to like a light of where black people, we are the kings and queens. You get what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we are seen as good. Like, I feel like you make great art without attaching it to our trauma that's happened in the past or attaching it to like civil rights movement. Like, 
nobody wants to relive that. You know what I mean? Like we need to step into a better place as people. So I feel like my art definitely is launching us forward and not back. Yeah. And I think, you know, like it's just so creative and different and cool. Like that's what drew me like really to it. And then just the different things you put in your story. I'm like, man, this is amazing. And it's just like Atlanta is just like, it's the everything. Like, I was born in New York, but I lived all over. Like, I went to high school, California, and stuff like that. And so I take my wife, like, to old places I live, whether it's New York, California. We go out the country, whatever. But nothing is like Atlanta. And, like, I I think people, like, that don't live here, they, like, hear about it. But when you live here and you go other places and you come back to Atlanta, you, like, I miss this boy. <laughs> like I, I miss this. Well, I went to Colorado before. It was like, hey, yo, <laughs> like yo, this is different. You know, like, and I mean, I think in life you gotta be proud of who you are everywhere, and whether if you're the only black people or whatever, you gotta be like, hey, I'm cool with it. But it's something special about Atlanta. Like, what drew me here? I used to drive around. And, like, when I first came here and, like, see all these big houses, and it was, like, black people live in every one of these houses. This is crazy. <laughs> like, they ain't celebrities. They, like, got, like, a pressure washing company or something like that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, they do lawnmower service or this or that. Like, and it just was so amazing to me. And that's, like, it's kind of sad when you think about, like, the gentrification, things like that. Like, it was like the hood, but it was like happy times and like especially like New York and right. block parties and this and that. It's just really good times and like I hear back in the day they used to have rent parties for people to like to pay their rent. So they would like yeah. throw, throw a little <laughs> red light up and like, oh well my mom got some tracks and we just play old records and y'all just give me a dollar or something and I think that's just beautiful and it's like Atlanta's the only place left that has that beautiful black pride and history. And it, it's sad for me for New York. It's just gone pretty much. And LA got little pockets here and there, but Atlanta is just everything. I, I forever love Atlanta. It, Atlanta is very <laughs> special. The HBCUs, like just everything. Even like people you see in the city, man, everything. You just see so much cool stuff. Everywhere somebody does something, they look so important when you're in the city, man. I was at breakfast at Barney's. Have you heard of that place? Yeah, I have. I was yeah. there. I was like, everybody a superstar here, man. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, do I fit in? I'm just dressed regular. Like, do I, am I, am I okay, guys? Am I okay to be here? Cause, but then again, that's a black-owned restaurant beautiful black people all around they were showing the jamie fox show in the back playing beautiful music i'm like man this is this is life man this is atlanta i'll never leave atlanta like not for too long i always have a home here yeah i definitely can agree with that i definitely wouldn't i don't think i would ever leave for that long i don't plan on staying here but this is definitely home base no matter yeah what. you gotta have a property here at least let's say that yeah I plan on yeah. living around the world. I want to see, like, as much of the world as possible. Is travel important to you? Do you like to travel? Um, Traveling definitely is important to me. I tell people all the time, I'm like, the world is way too beautiful to just stay in Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Atlanta's beautiful, but compared to the rest of the world, America, they really ain't hitting on nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
it's just and you know what it's like damn man if i figure out y'all laws and stuff somewhere else i promise i'm out this motherfucking like it's yeah it's disgusting here like ew man like the things that go on is just like bro this shit is embarrassing like yeah really like COVID really fucked America up. Like, hey, I'm about to show the ugly side of y'all, man. Like, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's growing. But one thing I did learn about traveling different countries is like, America does have a lot of freedoms that you can't get away with certain shit. And COVID showed you like having too much freedom, get a little wild sometimes, you know, yeah. but like, <laughs> you know, man, other countries, it's just like, like, I remember when, we went to Paris when Trump won. We was there election day when Trump won the first time. And, like, people was asking us, like, he won? He, You guys, you guys. I was like, damn, that's that was embarrassing. <laughs> they was like, they was like, how that happened? They was like, how? how? They was like, you see the news? He's like, he won. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was... <laughs> It was so embarrassing, like, damn, man, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, America, like, somebody I know, um, they think about moving to Tanzania and stuff like that, and I'm like, man, this is crazy, man, but, like, if we all gotta find the laws in different things in different places and figure out, because I feel like everywhere got bullshit, but you just gotta figure out the bullshit you willing to deal with. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> where's the next place you want to go on your bucket list, or where you want to go? Um, I definitely want to go to Jamaica. No, 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 no boy ain't got no secret for your wo wo heads I kill them with you no Just make a boy know you're not blow heads I I've been like feeling to go to Jamaica since about high school and I have not went and it's kinda like irking me at this point and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even want to go out there on like business or anything like I would literally probably take my camera and just like document the country I feel like it is so beautiful out there the people the culture just everything I have to go to a dance hall. Like, I just want to go <laughs> to a sweaty, high, if it ain't looking like this shit about to collapse, I don't want to go to it. I want to yeah. go to a real hot dance hall. Uh, you know, my wife, she like, hell, I ain't going there. You need to see what they do to the women. They going to throw me on the ground <laughs> and jump off of something. They like, hell no, nah, you can go. But yeah, <laughs> I definitely want to go to a dance hall. Got to drink a red stripe. You know, I don't even drink, but I was like, I'll do it over there, though. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think weed is legal in Jamaica. As crazy as that sounds. I, I definitely don't think it is. I don't think so. And did you know that you're not allowed to curse over there when you're performing? Wow. I did not know that. <laughs> if you, if you oh. think about reggae artists, how many of them curse? <laughs> wow that's very slim that is yeah like i would have to google it but i really think when you go to perform over there you are not allowed to curse or you get thrown in jail like you really like it's really a thing like we said earlier learn the laws before you go move somewhere 
Because, yeah, a simple thing like, yeah, I'll just, you know, partying and cursing. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Jail is crazy. That's a super. Yeah, I think it was. I've heard it before, but I think Young and May was like, yeah, you cannot curse like on stage. Like they tell you before you go on stage. And then I started thinking about the different reggae artists I listen to. And I'm like, they never curse. They say their version of curse words, but they don't curse. They don't curse at all. So yeah. uh, I was thinking that, like, wow, that is amazing. So Euphoria, one of the greatest shows ever, man. Who is your favorite character and who is your least favorite character? Um, I have to say my favorite character, hands down. I really like all the characters, but hands down has to be Fizz. I love Fizz. Fizz. Ever since I've seen Fizz, like Fizz is just that friend that everybody needs. Like he is down, like completely down. And he's a sweetheart in the end, like in the latest episode. Uh, I won't be putting this out for a couple of weeks, but we were on episode two. So if you didn't watch it, what are you doing? Uh, But it showed like (laughs) even the girl that was at his house, he's just a natural born caretaker. That's what he is. He just... You know, and and I think that's a beautiful thing about, like, no matter how somebody is, there's something special about taking them how they are. Like, you don't judge them. You don't treat them no different. Like, it's a beautiful, like, part to his character that he just treats them how they are. Like, how they come and he just nurtures them. Even Ashtray was just laying there when he came. Like, like, (laughs) okay. And he just ended up being his best friend. Like, so that is beautiful. So your least favorite character, but you can't be cliche. You can't go with uh, what is the, what, I don't know his name for real. The the uh, jock. You can't go with him. Go hey, with, hey, go with somebody. <laughs> you gotta go with somebody. Nate too easy. Go with somebody else that you ain't feeling. Um, their character. So my, my least favorite character would probably be Cal, which is Nate's dad. And yeah. I only say that <laughs> I only say that because I feel like as parents in general, not even just him, just parents, period. I feel like parents don't realize how much trauma they put on their kids from such a young age. And like he's just kind of been so like I don't know if he's just been ignoring it or like he's just like not aware of how much anger Nate has, but it's all from him. Like Nate already doesn't like his mom. So it's just like, you're his only go-to now. And then you're literally just breaking all the pieces of your family apart, basically. And so I would go with Nate that. And that's what the beauty of the show is. I think the next episode, episode three, is supposed to be showing the dad's trauma. And right. like, that is like the... This is what people, because there's a lot of talk about Euphoria because Zendaya's in it, on it, that like, this is just nasty and ill. How could you watch it and this and that? But really, it's a beautiful story about how all of us are fucked up from some part of our childhood. Like, that's literally, they, you know, everybody needs clickbait and headlines, but the real headline should be, this show is about how all of us carry some type of something from childhood or how we grew up and like 
that's what makes the show so beautiful and entertaining. Like people like, oh, you just watch it for the nudity and the drugs. Like, no, I watch it because it's very relatable content for a lot of people. Like it really, really is. And that's why the show just came in with a boom and came in amazing like that is because yeah. it's just showing everybody's struggle with something. And what's amazing with it, like you're amazing, is the film. They shooting everything on film. Talk yeah. about film in your mind. Why is film within the past five years, maybe or so, have made such a boom like this? What do you think it is? Um, I honestly think it is the character of film itself. Like I always tell people, especially with me shooting, because I do shoot digital and film. Um, I always tell people like film can do digital, but digital cannot do film. Like those clear cameras, super clear cameras. I think film comes with like a type of nostalgia with it. And I feel like that's why a lot of people cling to film because like the colors of it, you can't get those colors, that softness, any of that on a digital camera. And I feel like sometimes digital, like in movies and stuff can be just a little bit too crisp a little too clear for certain storylines because it's just like, okay, this looks fake. Like, this looks like a set. Like, yeah. it's just, it doesn't have an authentic, authenticity to it the way film does. Yeah, film is just like, I don't know, man. It's like, it, I've, <laughs> I've seen it bubbling, but now it's, especially with Euphoria saying that they use an all film and had to get it, like, imported in and remade and all of that. I'm just like, okay, so film is just way better than digital right now. It's just, it was bubbling and it was coming, but now Euphoria has stamped that it is here. Like, the film, and man, shout out to boy Siri, man. He taught his class. Man, I was in class with him, and he taught his own class. I was like, man, a moment of appreciation for that brother, man. Like, it is just amazing to be in a class the student has become the teacher that is just like man it it was so when i seen that i was like wow man this is like and this is within a year or so and it's just like for those people that listen just like go for it just try just be around it whatever it is you love however weird it is or you think people make fun of you who gives a fuck go ahead and try it and just try to do your own thing because like people like him and other people I try to bring on it's just amazing what you can do man he's teaching a film class film is here ladies and gentlemen right yes it is here in your film like was it hard for you to learn how to shoot film um not necessarily um I feel like with me personally like I don't take really anything as hard if I'm willing to like do it. So like when I made the choice of starting film, I was just like, okay, this is something new. I know I won't get it the first go round. Like I've had blank rolls, like I've had shots be messed up, light leaks, like all the the little nitpicking things that come with film. But I honestly feel like that's the beauty of film. Like just not what to expect. Yeah, it yeah, it's just so I remember in high school some of these classes poor public school. They really try to help you but nobody cares. They trying to talk to girls, trying to talk to dudes, fashion and all that like 
But like they, I remember one time he taught us how to in a photography class, um, how to shoot a photo with using a shoebox. We put like a piece of paper in it. We put a little hole in it, and we had to sit it there for a while. And somebody had to be still. We had a dark room, and dark rooms are just amazing in general. Like yeah. that process of just being in the room and just like putting it in the water and letting it develop and it's slowly coming it's like yo this is crazy but public school man they teach you some things and you could care less and then later <laughs> on you're like damn i should have paid attention a lot of bit and this guy is all into photography teaching these bad kids and it's just sad it's just so sad shout out to him man wherever he is i hope he's well yeah but Film is definitely here, man. It, it, tell me about that feeling of when you see your film and it came out just the way you wanted it or better. How does it feel when you got it just right? Um, I've had about, I don't even know how many dance uh, sessions I've had just based on my film coming out of base. <laughs> um, I completely just turn up <laughs> and then I get straight to editing. Like, I'm just so excited that I, I can't really wait. I like don't sit on work for real. <laughs> and how do you edit from film? Like, how do you do all about it? Um, Really film for the most part um, kind of comes out the way I want it. Okay. The only thing about Film is like sometimes like the blacks will be kind of faded or like the picture itself might look a little faded. So just bumping up like the blacks and the shadows actually creates the picture to come out more, like to make the colors pop more, basically. Okay. And what kind of music do you like? What do you have a routine before you shoot a calm before the storm? What kind of music do you like to listen to? What vibe do you get into before you create? Um, if it's like a shoot day, I honestly would listen to like, I don't know, it really depends on what I'm feeling that day. Like if it's like a shoot that I've been planning for a minute, I'm super excited. I'm definitely going with some turn up music, <laughs> like definitely something upbeat, maybe Catronada, yeah. something like that. Um, but if it's like a shoot day and I'm like super nervous or anxious, like I honestly will ride in silence. And as weird as that seems, it's like I need to calm my mind and I need to be just present with my body, right? You have to meditate. You have to meditate. Before this podcast, I was like, I get nervous before every interview. So I just sit there and meditate. And then I get my light my candle and I'll be fine after that. I'll be fine. Like, you just got to get your mind right. Like, because there's so many thoughts and doubts and worries and this and that. And am I going to remember everything that you just got to? Calm it down, yeah. bring yourself to the center, and figure it out. Now, you work at the world-famous, or you're a part of the world-famous Cam Kirk Studios. Time after time. What's up, y'all? Yo, this is Dame Dash, the CEO. Here to welcome y'all to the Dream Team. What y'all niggas thought I was going to rap? Never. I'm just a little mad at niggas coming at my neck like my teammate the best in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't got beans.
these niggas thought about they self for a change Then maybe they could finally figure out how to get they self some change I done seen jealousy make niggas do ten terrible things Now the song go and do a whole, oh yeah, shit'll never change That's so worry though, we are the champions Spend a lot of time in Hampton, yo How do you end up there? Great creatives there How do you end up at the great Cam Kirk Studios? Um, well, I've been shooting at the studio and actually coming to the studio since about, I want to say 2018, probably around the time when I first started, when they were doing um, like the workshop classes. And at this time, it wasn't night school. It, they were like in the morning. Um, I went to one and of I, those. Shout out to uh, Skrill and Ryder. I went to Photoshop 101 and it was them yeah. two. The legends. Could you imagine them being in those classes? They're legends. Please continue. Um, so the first class I think I went to there was actually a lighting one-on-one, and I think it was with Kavinci and Skrill. So this was like around the time where Skrill was actually working at the studio. Um, so I just kept constantly kept coming there. I was volunteering at events, like just networking. Um, me and Marley ended up having a really great relationship. Like that's my brother. Like can't nobody oh, tell me that's not my blood. Yo, you get what I Marley, mean? So man. Frank White, <laughs> King of New York. Shout out to Marley, man. Um, so after that, you know, I just kept coming to the studio, kept shooting, kept working. Um, me and Marley just kept getting closer the more I came there. And then eventually I was just kind of like, I got to a point where in my career, I was just like, man, like I, I need to work at a studio. I need to do something that's just going to like make my career kind of go to the next level. Because just me sitting around making concepts, that kind of stuff, it's just not working out for me. Like I had like a lot of free time if I didn't have any client work. So being at the studio and like working on lighting, figuring out how I want my lights to be set up, testing different lights, that kind of stuff definitely was helping me out with you know getting a spot at the studio just knowing going there and being like okay you know what this is how I want my light set up not really comfortable like moving the lights but at that point I was kind of like conscious of how I wanted my light to hit my model how I wanted it to hit the backdrop how I wanted my photos to look and I feel like that's a key component in photography that a lot of photographers don't even think about really like lighting is a big part of it and like if you don't have that resource of a studio of your own strobe lights you don't really get that opportunity to really test lighting out as much as you want to like natural sunlight is great but what about a rainy day what about when it's cloudy you know what i'm saying like so yeah being at the studio working with them constantly coming constantly just having that family-like environment it was easy to make that transition into actually working there yeah and it's just something about that atmosphere that's why you know i, I follow a lot of people that work there and a lot of people they just been good to me man like they've been on a podcast and it's just good energy they do a great job but like i think like even like a show like euphoria i think casting is everything like if right. you cast the right people it can make everything that much better. And I think at the studio, they do a great job of like just casting the right people to be there. And it's always, I think they really go off of energy because it's not really people there that's like dull and like boring or something like that. Like they may be shy or something, but they're going to make you feel comfortable because they know like it's a lot of nerves in creating and trying to figure it out. So 
it's just a beautiful atmosphere to be around and it's, it's just good for you and it's just like it feels like a great stepping stone it's like it's not really a job job because they want you to go to that next level they don't want to keep you right. like hey man oh man you're gonna quit then who am i gonna find it's like no i want you to go and be like great like so that's just the beauty of it man and Man, shout out to everybody there, man. It's my boy Marley, Vinci, all of them, man. All that, man, they beautiful people up there, man. Beautiful people. So far as creatives go, like when you're struggling with yourself and your creative process, even though from your vibe it seems like you don't go through that a lot, but what do you do to get out of your funk? Um, Honestly, for me personally, um, and this is not going to be the same for everybody else because I do feel like um, a lot of people will hear this and then they'll be like, duh. But like <laughs> for me personally, when I'm in a funk, like I have to create something. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a photo shoot, but I have to draw something like I have to make different art like this art right here in the corner is mine. You know what I mean? And that came from me being in like a funk and not really knowing how to get out of it. But I feel like drawing and like shooting, editing photos are like my release, basically. But like I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of creatives just need silent time. You get what I mean? I feel like if I took time out to just like not constantly be creating, I could honestly move myself out of a funk without being like, okay, you know what? I need to draw something right now, or I need to do this, I need to do that. Like I just need time to just sit and calm my mind completely in order to just move away from my emotions. And you know what? That's why I think the meditation is like such a big thing or like, you know, like doing your favorite thing. And I think it's something special about like drawing, even if you can't draw. That's why I like the trapping paint, like even though I'm like, please don't ever say that word ever again, trapping <laughs> paint. But it's so successful because it's like, you just creating something and it makes you feel good. Like literally painting is really something special. If we got to do a study on the brain and like painting or right. something like, cause it just literally is just, and I think it's like a childhood like thing. Cause it brings you back to like, Oh, art class. And I painted this horrible thing and gave it to my parents. Like at the end of the school year, like, Oh, we brought these ornaments and it was like terrible, but I think it just like it's also like music. It brings you back to a peaceful, fun time when you paint and stuff like that. So it's just important, like whatever it is in your life. That's why like people like love and hip hop or like some brainless TV or something to just shut your brain off and you just watch it. One day we was on vacation one time and just watched Maury and it was like, wow, this is hilarious. And I'm not thinking about nothing, but this is just so hilarious watching Maury in these crazy stories but for most people it's just like and i think keep going i think like a lot of people get lucky but you can't get lucky if you don't put in the work and you don't try right. when you just give up when you just go a couple months a week or you know you get a couple likes more than ever and then you just don't get that again and you give up you're never gonna reach that next part so it's just so important to just keep going and just and for me too, is surrounding yourself with good people because right. when you're down, they'll pick you up and they could pick up on the vibes and they could sense like, and I think that's why it's important. Like that Cam Kirk family is like, that seemed like y'all all pick each other up. Y'all help each other. You, you, you know, I seen in your story, you were like genuinely happy. 
for uh, Siri, man, when he's doing his thing, it's just like you were genuine. Like, it's not like a, oh, let me get a pick real quick. Like, no, it's like, wow, man, like you really did that. And I'm happy for you, man. And everybody just need more of that. They just need more motivation and more help and everything. More community. More community. More community. We've got to do something, yeah, to save the children. Soon it will be their turns to try and save the world. Now I'm dropping this, I think the 31st, but it's going to be going into Black History Month, but Black History is every day to me. But can you tell me a beautiful black person in your life that you want to just shout out multiple people, one person, anybody that just like really helped you get to the point where you are just like, or just you thought about today. It could be anything because then people listen to it like, oh, she ain't say me. Oh, like, you know, right, like, right. You know I'm not, I'm not going to get you in that. I'm not going to get you in that. So you can say one or you can say a couple of people, but just shout out a person in your black history that really helped you along your way. Um, I definitely think um, my parents, definitely uh, my brother, my, um, my best friends, um, Kali and Kennard, um, definitely have helped me along my way. And then now, you know, my extended family, which has grown of supporters and new friends, new family, um, I definitely appreciate them more than I could ever, ever say. Um, so yeah, I want to shout out to everybody that believes in me, everybody you know that comes to me for advice, that trusts me, any of that type of stuff. Shout out so to much. them and everybody else that was not mentioned. Blame it on me, you know. <laughs> not, I'll take the blame. I'll take all the blame. I'll take every last bit of it. And lastly, what I like to do before we get out of here is speak it to existence, like. I guess within the next year, because it gets complicated for people. In the next year, speaking to existence, some things you want to accomplish. Um. So for the next year, I'm speaking bigger business, um, more community, more family, more giving back for sure. Um, more learning, more growing, uh, more love. I think we all need more love, more care, more compassion. Um. More creative, more creativity, um, more ideas, and um, definitely more helping. I, I wanna, I wanna do that a lot more. I wanna get into the the field of helping kids more, like, um, yeah, younger kids, because I feel like as a kid I didn't know you could be a photographer. So <laughs> that's a big thing on my list is like exposing kids to that part. So. Definitely want to get into that for the next year, for sure. And this is recorded.